I'm Hannah. I'm Jen. And this is Midnight Nonsense. Oh, I just said, so we can start now. And Jen clicked it and it didn't go. Like really dramatically, I clicked (laughs) it too. Like very deliberate, like click. As in, we're going. It didn't work. Welcome back to Midnight Nonsense. Yeah. Happy 2018, everybody. Oh, don't say. It's a new year. like that. It's a new year. We have been gone for a very long time. A very long time. We had to take a holiday break, like everybody else. No, can we... We didn't talk about this before, but I wanted to make up a much cooler story. Like, we were... I was conscripted by a band of... Of all lady pirates. Uh-huh. And we sailed to Oregon and uh-huh. found that's where all the lady pirates live, uh-huh. obviously. Uh-huh. And obviously. We set up a cabin in the Oregon mountains, the Cascades. Uh-huh. <laughs> you should. What a freaking idiot. You should. Well, but the pirates called them by a different Pacific name. Pacific Northwest <clears throat> who? I don't know her. Listen. Listen. I forgot that the Cascades left Washington for a minute. I know, I know, I know. I know. Just, just. Okay. So that was where I was. Oh, well, I went home to California. Oh my gosh, you friggin' loser. I was with Lady Pirates. (laughs) I was with my family. It's kind of the same thing. No, it's super not. (laughs) Oregonian Lady Pirates versus your conservative Californian family. Kind of the same thing. Very different. Equal amounts of distrust of the government. That is true. <laughs> and both of them recycle. Yeah. So. And compost. Oh, well, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Good job, California family. We actually managed to grow a whole pumpkin patch in our backyard once by accident because of the compost pile. See, that's the kind of life that I think we should all be living. Mm-hmm. It was fun. We, I desperately want to get a composter, but our apartment is too tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, but Hannah has agreed that when we, well, actually, she said I could do it now, but I'm going to wait I till did. we move. Um, when we move, I can get a worm bucket, which is a bucket <laughs> of worms you keep under your sink and you feed the worms your garbage. Yeah. And I just think, I think it sounds amazing. I'd get one right now, but um, at the end of the school year, we're going to move. To wherever mm-hmm. accepts me for grad school, mm-hmm. and I do not wish to try to transport a bucket full of worms. Yeah, that wouldn't be very good. That'd I be just, like trying to transport an ant farm. Yeah, I just see them tipping over, and you know, I I'm you gonna cry. I'm gonna mourn for each and every worm that dies. Oh no! Yeah, I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, they're gonna have names. No, 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 no. You already agreed. You cannot take this back. I am not taking it back, but you cannot name every single one of them. You cannot stop me. That is completely outside your jurisdiction. My my what? (laughs) (laughs) Jurisdiction. I forgot how to enunciate thing when I was with the Oregonian Lady Pirates. Mm. That's the name of my soccer team. I've decided. (laughs) Oregonian Lady Pirates. That's a really good name, actually. Right? Right? I can sports. And you your mascot would be someone in a lady pirate costume. Mm-hmm. Which would replace most of the Pacific Northwest's current horrible mascots. Oh. Actually, watch me get corrected on air. Okay. 
So my whole life I've grown up thinking that the Redskins were in Washington State. Oh, yeah, no. And you recently told me, and I had forgotten until I started opening my mouth like an <laughs> idiot while we were recording it, <laughs> that they are not. No, that would be the Seattle we Seahawks. Do you have, oh man, what's that horrible school that we found? It's named after... It's a Robert E. Lee school, isn't it? Robert E. Lee Elementary School in mm-hmm. Washington State. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Washington existed during the Civil War. What up? And was bullshit. Totally invested and involved in that battle. Yeah, and we're not super northern and extremely liberal. Mm. Well Okay. Our the West side is. Our ruling governments are extremely liberal. Yeah. Our pockets of Well and the history is <sighs> Yeah. Not the best. <laughs> no, it's mostly just slaughtering native peoples and then stealing their lands Mm -hmm. and then asking them to be grateful for it and a lot of uh grounds for hate groups welcome back to midnight nonsense (laughs) (laughs) we are starting on a super positive note we are just as cheerful as ever (laughs) i actually do feel more optimistic because when i went away for break i also gave myself a twitter break Mm. so i was not as actively checking my Twitter as I was previously. And I think that's a trend I need to continue. Not to the point of, like, being ignorant of what's going on. Of course. But I didn't actually understand this when people were saying it, like, you need to take breaks or you'll get worn out. And I'm like, no, you need to be informed of everything at all times. And it was actually really detrimental. Yeah. I was constantly frustrated and sad. So I'm trying to, like, find that balance. I actually think that's really wise because... You definitely can go the other way and just be like, no, I don't like to look at sad things, so I'm Mm -hmm. not going to know what's going on in my country, and Mm -hmm. that's bullshit. You need to be better. Mm -hmm. Um, But But you can't can't, can't keep track of everything. Oh, I'm going to... Go for it. I was checking, like, on an hour-by-hour basis Yeah, what was going on, and that just doesn't work. It's too much. (laughs) The president is a walking crockpot full of bullshit and hatred. (laughs) If you're constantly taking sips off of that, your stomach's always going to be upset. Well, it wasn't even just presidential stuff. It was just everything. I know, but it all—well, okay— he has the power to make a lot of places really awful, which makes the bad news that would have happened without him seem even more overwhelming. Yeah, that's true. And awful. Because you know that while, like, President Obama might have seen that same situation and done good, and you could have had, like, that flicker of hope of, like, okay, maybe yeah. this will be resolved at a federal level, it's not going to be. Right, right. <laughs> Why did you just lecture me? <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I, <laughs> I don't know. That's why everything <laughs> feels hopeless. TM. But it doesn't now. This is the new year. Oh my gosh. So we're feeling good. Everything's good. Yeah? Yeah. I don't... You you don't sound good. <laughs> I actually... I feel funny tonight because we... We watched... We spent several hours today watching um, a playthrough of Doki Doki Literature Club. Uh-huh. Which... <laughs> Is a really interesting game um, that my friend Josh introduced us to. Um, just said my friend, like he's not your friend too. That's okay. You can't be friends with Josh. Too late. You're not. We routinely make fun of you in tandem. <laughs> you do. <laughs> you do. It's so offensive. 
It's so offensive. Were you going to talk more about Doki Doki? Yeah. Because I thought of something else I would like to talk about, but we can talk about Doki Doki. Well, I'm so curious. Well, okay, I'll just say we watched Doki Do- a playthrough of Doki Doki. It's a really interesting game. There's mm-hmm. a lot of content warnings for, like, self-harm and suicide and... Disturbing stuff. Abusive situations. So, like, if that is at all a trigger for you, be really cautious about how you approach it. Also, the first half is so slow. It's extremely boring in the beginning. Snails race race faster than the beginning of this game. Thankfully, we were watching Markiplier play it, which... That was fun. ...was very entertaining and kept it from getting too boring. And if you don't have the energy to watch the whole playthrough, you can just watch the game theory videos of it, Mm -hmm. um, which I found really interesting. You did not... No, I didn't. ...in any way, shape, (laughs) or form. So what other thing did you want to talk about? The most important thing... Which is our very dear friends adopted a dog. <gasps> oh, they did, Brombadil. Yeah. Oh. So I don't even know what sparked it. They just decided, I think. Uh, well, our friend Stephanie, imagine like you know that kid you knew growing up who loved horses mm-hmm. and and every animal imaginable. <laughs> yes, that's very much stuff. And you would find her at the playground, like talking to a ladybug. Mm-hmm. And telling it to have a good day and, mm-hmm. like, having a full-on conversation with and it. And all of her folders had horses on them. Yeah, that's Stephanie. And yeah. she has grown out of it not at all. Like, she... She just loves animals. She loves animals so much. And she's... So, like, if you meet her in person, she's very quiet and calm and has a really gentle voice. And then if you see her around horses, I'll go to this um, farm she volunteers at with her. And she'll, like, walk into the horse pens and this, like, calm person turns into, like, this, like, I'm not going to take your shit horse. Like, she's not mean to them <laughs> at all. But she'll just be like, back up and then push with one hand this giant, I'm terrified of them. Mm. And she just casually pushes them around. And yeah. it's like, no, you can't crowd me. You're not allowed to. Yeah. Um, so she loves every animal. And um, for a couple years they were renting, but they just bought their own house. Mm-hmm. And so she has been slowly amassing her own animal rescue inside mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. home. As she should. It started with a cat mm-hmm. named Mozart. Mozart. Who is the best cat in the whole world. Yes. Can, I will, can we please speed up the process and get to the dog? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> How dare you try to skip over Mozart? We have talked about Mozart so much. Can okay, please okay, talk about okay, Braun? okay. So... I was staying with them over part of the Christmas holidays, and one day they decided to get a dog, and then the next day we just went to the shelter and got a dog. <laughs> and you want to pick up the story from No, here? I don't. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we looked at many dogs. The first shelter we went to was awful, but the second shelter we went to was really nice, and there was this dog named Lenny, and mm-hmm. he was this great big Pyrenees um, lab. lab mix, mm-hmm. um, like a golden retriever with a giant tail. Golden Retriever is not Lab or a Grand or a Pyrenees. <laughs> Let me nope, say nope. what I want. Nope. Anyways. Um, he's like yellow and really happy and really mm-hmm. big. And we he is ginormous. Giant. And we decided to bring Lenny home and mm-hmm. rename him Brahm to mm-hmm. go with Mozart. And, the composer and theme. Brahms, which was actually Hannah's idea. So mm-hmm. good job, Hannah. Thank you. Because Lenny is a stupid name for a dog. Stupid ass name. No offense to anyone who named their dog Lenny. Maybe, You're still valid. Maybe your dog fits Lenny better. Yeah. But this dog wasn't a Lenny. Brahm does not fit Lenny at all. No. So. Um, and he came home. He's... He's so good. He's so smart. He is. He's a little shit. And the first week he had to wear a cone. Uh-huh. And 
he hated it, but we all hated it more because he kept ramming the cone into our legs <laughs> and also getting stuck on the furniture because of his cone. Mm-hmm. Well, because those are those have like a, a wide uh, diameter, so it's yes. easy to just... Yes. And so the whole week we were texting Hannah and saying, we can't wait for you to meet Brom. We can't wait mm-hmm. for you to meet Brom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then you came and home. And I was like losing my mind the whole time. I'm like, dog, 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 dog. I was annoying the crap out of everyone down in California because I'm like, you want to see pictures of the dog? No. <laughs> but he's so cute. <laughs> he's so cute. He's such a good dog. And he's really, he really just wants attention all the time. All the time. He just wants constant pets and he'll like try to lick you. The Steph's training him out of that. Um, except, except I was you. napping on the couch one day. <laughs> I forgot. And I was like dead asleep. And I woke up to the dog licking me on the mouth. On the mouth. It like, was so funny. Flat on like like a like a Yeah, he was trying he was trying to like have proper relations. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, no. No, no, no. I hate everything about that phrase. Back up, back up, back up, back up. <laughs> he also licked the back of my neck he and did. then coughed on my foot. <laughs> did and this only happens with jen when any of the rest of us is like no brahm i don't like that don't lick me he will stop but jen will be like oh i don't like that don't stop and he'll get closer yeah to you. he also does this thing where he'll come and sit in front of you and you'll like scratch his chest and shoulders and when you stop he'll kind of just shift a little closer yeah he'll inch forward as to be like um did you mean to do that and then he'll he'll basically climb as close mm-hmm. to and he knows he's not allowed on the couch mm-hmm. um, and is pretty good he's still learning yeah but he's pretty good at staying off the couch but he'll basically get as close to being in your lap as he possibly can mm-hmm. he he has to stand at least like almost I don't know I want to say it's like almost six feet when he's on his hind legs that might be too tall it might be a slight exaggeration uh, he's He's at least five, though. Yeah, when, when he's, he's on, on his hind, hind legs. Hind legs. So, this is a ginormous dog, and he thinks he's a lap dog. Yes, it's really funny. He just wants to cuddle, mm-hmm. um, and eat milk bones. Mm-hmm. Although, so I got to meet Brom. He was walking around, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, so how long before he starts like drinking out of the toilet, or eating out of the trash, or getting up on your counters? Because the way their counters are situated in their house, he doesn't even have to get up on his hind legs to reach the counter. He can mm. just nose up and he'll he'll have it. And everyone was like, no, he's been really good about not taking stuff off the counter. I'm like, okay, cool. So it might have been the next night. We were all dozing. Steph was in the shower, I think. And I hear this, like, tinkle in the kitchen and I glance over and there is Brom up on the counter having stolen a gourmet burger. Yep. <laughs> And then Josh had to chase him Josh down. Josh had to chase him down. And then we decided he was just biding his time. Yeah, he was just waiting for something good enough yeah. to go on the counter yeah. to eat it. Yeah. Gourmet Punk. burger. <laughs> He's very good. He loves the cat a little too much. Mm-hmm. We did discover through all this that the cat also likes milk bones. That's right. Because we gave him a chunk of the milk bone and he just ate it. Like, he's super excited about it. Mm-hmm. And he also ate the dog's food. Mm-hmm. And the dog didn't... And Brom just let him. He didn't care because he just wants to sniff the cat. Mm-hmm. He just wants to sniff him. When we first brought Brom home, he was so excited about sniffing the cat that he would, like, chatter his jaws mm-hmm. because he was trying to get more of the scent in. And he was so excited he couldn't stop chattering his jaws, which made him sound like a 
zombie, <laughs> but was very cute. Brom has like a a range of oops, a range of sounds. He does because when he play growls at you, like if you're playing uh, tug of war with him or something, he sounds like a boat engine. Mm-hmm. And then when he actually barks, like barking at the garbage truck, he sounds like he wants to kill you. Yeah, it's like this terrifying, like very deep. It's like, you know, in the movies where a kid will go up to a fence and a dog starts barking on the other side and it's mm-hmm. terrifying mm-hmm. and menacing. It's that That's bark. Wrong. But, but then he not... also has a very whiny, high-pitched bark that's mm-hmm. like, please let me out of the kennel. Mm-hmm. I just want to love you. Mm-hmm. Or please let me out of the house while you're packing. <laughs> we discovered we were packing up to come back. And I look over at the house and there's Brahm's face in a window. Yeah. That is like the height of their mantle. So yes. he just like stuck himself up and looked out the window. He was like, where are you guys going? Be my friend. He loves looking out of windows, but that was so funny to me. There was also one night we were all in the game room and <laughs> Brahm's not allowed in the game room because it's the cat's room and mm-hmm. nobody wants to see a dog eat, eat cat, cat poop. poop. Um, because I had to see that. <laughs> One day when Brahm still had his cone on, I took him outside. First, he, um, I think he, first he ate the cat poop and he Mm -hmm. got cat poop diarrhea all over his cone. And I was like, uh, no. I'm out. But then he pooped. And while he was pooping, he whined. So I was like, is the dog injured? Like, is he... Is he okay? So then I had to take him inside and be like, your dog might be hurt. And also there's poop everywhere. And I am not, I will not, I can't, I cannot handle this situation. So I just gave him to Stephanie and Mm. was like, I'm out. Mm. Like when you have a friend who has a kid and they like have a huge diaper blowout Mm -hmm. and you just give them back. It was like, it was that moment. Mm -hmm. Um, Back to the game room. Back to the game room. This was after he got his cone off. Um. We were in the game room, and there's a cat door, mm-hmm. and Hannah looked over and just saw Brom's snoot standing <laughs> through. His snoot, and, like, you could see a little bit of his eyes, but he was just <laughs> there, like, what you doing? What you doing, guys? Can I come in? Wait, what, why are you in there? What's up? Tell me these things. He also, he's so smart, so he has some um, toys, but I also had with me my stuffed octopus cedar That's right. because I love cedar and everyone needs an octopode in their mm-hmm. possession to feel better about life. Although one night I was sleeping and I rolled over in the middle of the night and saw the octopus on my bed and genuinely thought an octopus had come to my bed to attack me. Um, as they do. As they do. Um, but yeah, so I had cedar. Cedar was on the bed, and Brom knows he's not allowed on the bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, bed is not in a frame. It's just a mattress on the floor. Because it was temporary. Yeah. Um, and Brom disappears for a second, and then comes out holding Cedar by just the tip of one little tentacle. And he mm-hmm. was kind of he's prancing. He's prancing, and he's got, like, shaking it around. He's like, look what I found. Look at this fun Christmas gr- gift for me <laughs> that I discovered. Me, right? <laughs> and it was funny, because all, I think there was three or four of us in the room, and we all made a, <gasps> oh, <laughs> noise at once. Yeah. And then he gave he gave the octopus up and was fine with it. Yeah. But he just wanted to test and be like, oh. Can, can I, I have this? Can I? He also Is did that with my socks. Right in front of me while I was packing, <laughs> he grabbed a pair of my socks and just started to, like, very slowly walk away with it mm-hmm. as if he knew beyond a shadow of a doubt he wasn't allowed to. But he thought maybe if he did it politely enough, he could eat them. I mean, yeah. Which isn't too far because <laughs> right before we left. So Steph has been training him. And when 
he does a trick. She'll give him part of a milk bone, but they're pretty big. So she'll like break them into smaller pieces and he has to do many tricks to get the whole milk bone. Mm -hmm. And right before we left, I made him sit once and just flat out gave him the milk bone. You gave him a whole milk bone? I did. I was like, this is for you. I love you. Oh my gosh. And then I scratched him a little bit. I want him to know when I come back. You spoil him. He loves me the best. He loves me the best. Okay, but I want him to love me a lot. So, (laughs) he got the whole milk bone. I'm not sorry. This is like when we were playing Skyrim and your kid asked you for an allowance and you were like, give him 25 gold. Give him 25 and you gave him 100. Yeah. Like a shithead. I'm not sorry. Ugh. Life is made up of indulgence. No. That was my very inexpensive chair creaking when I said indulgence. That's the chair I found outside the dumpster. Yes, that's what I meant. Very inexpensive. (laughs) But I figure you used it for a year before I did. I didn't use it for a year. I used it for a summer. Okay, you used it for a summer before I did, so all of the dumpster germs would have gotten off on you. Oh, it wasn't like in the dumpster. It was, it was... No, whenever anything's within a vicinity of a dumpster. No, it's fine. And I disinfected it like three times. All the germs got off on you. Yes, they did. Yeah, so we had a great time with Brom. We did. You made him Brom Danas. I did. A Zelda one and a Star Wars one. So now he's very stylish, has his little handkerchiefs around his neck. So this has been a fun thing. Uh, I knew Steph years ago, and then obviously I made friends with Hannah here, but Mm -hmm. um, because Steph visits us so often... And has invited Hannah to come visit. Hannah and Steph have becoming been becoming friends mm-hmm. and are now good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I, 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 there's things I can predict about both of you that you two are still figuring out about each other. So as soon mm-hmm. as we got the dog, <laughs> you brought up bandanas. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned it to Steph and she's like, oh, that's a cool idea. And then she went, is Hannah going to buy bandanas for Brom, you think? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, probably. Actually, I think what I said was, I wouldn't expect it, but I would anticipate it. <laughs> and then Hannah and her mother ended up making... We made them. And almost as as I was having that conversation with Stephanie, you were texting me asking me to make measurements. I was like, get the dog's, the dog's neck, neck size, if you can. And I was like, you... <laughs> you, you turds. It's just so much fun. I know. He's really cute, though. He looks very handsome. He does look very good. He's a good, handsome boy. <laughs> I love him. This is just going to turn into the Brahm podcast. Well, there's also Mozart. So sorry. The pet podcast then. And Mabel. Yeah, definitely the pet podcast. I love Mabel. Mabel loves you. Uh, In case anyone forgot, the first podcast of a new month. Dun, 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 dun. I present Jen with an award. This one I didn't get one for December. I'll make one in retrospect. Though. Okay. I think I had it planned out. I guess I just didn't make it. Okay, so your award for January is Friend to the Koroks. <gasps> Shut up! <laughs> Shut up! So for anyone who doesn't know, Koroks are these tiny little tree people in uh, the Zelda games. And Jen got a Switch for Christmas, so she's been playing Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild. And one of the missions tonight involved Koroks. I love the mother effing Koroks. Mm-hmm. They're little tree people. Also, don't come for us if we're pronouncing that wrong. We're both casuals in the Zelda fandom. Like, don't, just Are there don't. people like this? Who oh. Are there people who... You, you know there's some gatekeepery person out there that's actually like, it's Korok? 
Well, between no. the, the two of us, we have four metal fingers for them. That's true. So, I'm just saying, don't come for us. We're new. Yeah, well, no, not, it's not even new. I just don't give a shit. <laughs> so if you give a shit about that, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Anyway. Find something else to give a shit about. Anyways. That's fair enough. I just don't care. Um, Not that you can't care about Zelda. You totally can. Right, But if right. you're going to get on my nards for how I pronounce the name of fictional You've tree people, I just don't give a shit. Anyways, these little tree people, Mm -hmm. they hide all over Hyrule. (laughs) And then you like, you'll either climb a tree or you'll pick up a rock or something and they pop out and they're like, ha ha, you found me. (laughs) And then they give you a little seed for finding them. And then you take the seeds to this big guy, Hestu, I think. Okay. And he's like a bigger tree guy. And he's the grandson of this giant tree. And he needs them for his macarenas, mm-hmm. which... Wait you just did it again. I did it. I did it. He needs them for his... Maracas. Maracas. Which Jen has been calling macarenas for the whole day. Earlier, I told Maggie he needs them for his macarenas. And she was like, for his macarenas? And I was like, yeah, for his macarenas. <laughs> and then, like, eight hours later, we were playing again. And we met, found him. And she, he had his maracas. And Maggie went, do you need his maracas? And I was like... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you can come for me over that. That's yeah, I'll well. accept shit for that. Um, so he needs him for his macarenas. He needs him for his macarenas and you give them to him? And he makes your weapon stash bigger, whatever. But he also does this, this freaking this dance. And I love the tree people. I love them so much. And you go to where they live. They live inside this big talking tree. Who's the grandpa tree? I loved him. <laughs> this reminds me briefly of your reaction to the little turtle figurine you got for Christmas. Flower. Okay, so growing up, Jen's family didn't really um, do the whole Santa thing. Yeah, we didn't do Santa because my parents had a fear that if they told me about Santa and then I found out they were lying years later that they would think, that I would think they were lying about Jesus. Mm-hmm. So. I've never understood that correlation, but. I don't sure. know. We did fun Christmas stuff. Also, spoilers. What? In case there's any, like, oh my gosh, how do you do this with young kids? We will put a warning on the beginning of the podcast of don't. Who is letting their children listen to our podcast? That's a great question. I if, don't know. Honestly, if you were letting your kids listen to our podcast, that. You know how many times I've said shit already? Yeah, well, okay, the point, the point is, well, don't let your kids listen to this part. <laughs> um, we'll put a warning in. Yeah. How's that? Okay. Um, so we did other fun Christmas stuff, but we didn't do Santa. Mm-hmm. I actually, I was so untactful about it as a child. I was trying to be nice, but... I, was tr- I would try to figure out if my friends knew yet, so if I could talk to them about it. And I would say, do you know about Santa yet? Um, yeah, I know. I was that kid. I didn't want... I wasn't mm. trying to be a jackass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we didn't do Santa growing up. And mm-hmm. Hannah and Steph were texting about Santa in our group text Well, the Steph other day. didn't do Santa growing up either. They did stocking gifts, which is not necessarily the same thing. Okay, well... I did... Santa was a really big part of my childhood. Still is. Love it. Love the whole whole thing. I love it. It's great. I know. <laughs> so Steph and I decided that we were going to time travel when we were all back together and pretend it was Christmas Eve and and Santa was going to come visit again. 
Yes, so we had, like, special Christmas bracelets. Mm -hmm. I'm still annoyed because Stephanie got you two Jingle Bell bracelets and then intentionally got me a less noisy bracelet so it could be less of a shit with it. Yep, because Steph knows if you give Jen a Jingle Bell, she will ring it in your ear until you die. Yeah. But it was still noisy enough. Mm. I still got my jollies on. Shit, man, don't say that. (laughs) Like my non-sexual No, no, stop talking. Stop. But Santa's jolly. So stop. <laughs> I I'm just I We traveled back in time. We did Christmas Eve. It was great. We woke up the next morning. We well wait, first you you're leaving stuff out. We put out Santa. Uh, this is important, it's my first time. Okay. That <laughs> You are not doing well with the phrasing. We left cookies out. Clausial virgin. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> You oh my god! I can't, I can't take you anywhere. I can't We're even let you sit in my room. room. <laughs> Anyways, we we left out. I am. I well now not I'm not. Anymore. Now I'm not. You had your Christmas cherry popped. Ooh. We'll stop making. We'll stop. Christmas cherries are like chocolate covered. <laughs> the cordial cherries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We ruined Christmas. We ruined Christmas. In this episode, we have single-handedly ruined Christmas for I, everyone. It was I'm actually really so sweet sorry. what we did. Um, we left out cookies for mm-hmm. Santa. And carrots for the reindeer. And carrots for the reindeer and mm-hmm. milk. Mm-hmm. And then Steph was like, you have to go to bed early because Santa needs to come. Mm-hmm. And then I made sure that Steph and Hannah knew to pass on to Santa that I could overhear them talking in the living room mm-hmm. about Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I think that was the night I got really nauseous. It was. And was almost puking. Mm-hmm. So I was trying to wander around the house with to like get your eyes kissed to n- and not see anything. <laughs> but anyways, yes. So then go yeah. on. So then Santa came mm-hmm. and left us all some very nice presents. Hella presents. And left you a stocking. Yeah. Uh, that had been helped along by my sister and my mom. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so there's just, you know, a couple, like, little gifties, this and that, you know, like, stocking stuffer type stuff. And Jen pulls out this little turtle and loses her fucking mind. I cried. I got I got really overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. I This already happens that I get, I get really overwhelmed by... Christmas mm-hmm. and like gifts gifts like really matter to me so I already feel a little mm, when someone gives me a gift mm-hmm. but it just kept coming with the stocking like they and it won't stop coming <laughs> yeah it stuck to the rules I hit the ground <laughs> running didn't make sense not to live for fun your brain gets smart but your head gets dumb so much to do so much to see we ought to stop <laughs> <laughs> um yeah by that time I was very overwhelmed because mm-hmm. it was like Christmas ornaments of birds and a bird tree topper and candy and um, these little myrmicorn things that mm-hmm. I love so much. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was a lot of very good stuff. And, I was, and Barb. And Barb up, uh, what are they called? Pop-ups? A pop vinyl. A pop, like a little doll of Barb from Stranger Things. So I was really overwhelmed. And, like, I knew there, there, there was, like, a lot of, like, pressure because mm. it was Christmas morning again and like I was doing it with like two Christmas enthusiasts who like Stephanie has a heart of pure gold and Hannah has a heart of marshmallow covered in (laughs) like pokey things 
But, like, both of them were there with their, like, very soft hearts. And then there's me trying not to fuck it up. And, like, trying to open these presents and getting more overwhelmed by how nice and good the presents are. And thinking about them buying the presents and how much time and effort they clearly put into this. I'm so overwhelmed. And then I pull out this turtle. (laughs) The turtle is made out of seashells. Mm -hmm. It has a little hat. Mm-hmm. and little glasses mm-hmm. and I just lost it and started you crying. You lost your damn mind. I couldn't it was too much. And I was not expecting this in the slightest because I will be very upfront about the turtle. It was not something I had put much thought into or Santa had put much thought into. It was just like a this is cute it would fit. Was not expecting that reaction at all. Like I I I, st- I still can't. Like, I'm still... <laughs> it's too much. So explain why he's named Two Flower. Okay, so he's named Two Flower because uh, the... I'm going to say the first, but there's really a bunch of arguments about which ones are the first in the Discworld series. It doesn't matter. Some of the Discworld series books feature this character named Two Flower, mm-hmm. who's the first uh, tourist in on the disc, which is another way of saying in the world. The Discworld books are really funny. They're by Terry Pratchett. They're great to read. I really recommend them. They're very fun. Mm. A couple of them are based, like, very heavily... No, all of them are based pretty heavily on, like, parodying other, like, tropes and stories from fantasy universes. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know the origin stories, sometimes they can be confusing. But uh, The Color of Magic and The Light Fantastic are the first ones I read, and they're really great intros. So if you want, like, a fun fantasy series that's just way more fun than fantasy, read it. Mm -hmm. Um... But there's a character named Two Flower who is like this, he's a tourist, but he's from this very, very rich world. And so he comes over to, oh my gish, 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 oh my gish, (laughs) I forget the city name, but he comes over to this like slummy, like city and he's overpaying everybody. He's always in a good mood. Like there's a brawl um, in a pub because people want to kill him. And mm-hmm. he's just really excited because he's like, look at my first brawl. Like, <laughs> I've never seen a bar fight before. Uh-huh. Um, and he's followed by this sentient thing of luggage that is constantly eating people. And everybody wants it because it's worth so much money. But Two Flowers is just like, oh, that's my luggage. <laughs> it's just so nice. And he wears a hat and glasses, just like my little turtle. <laughs> yeah, so, so now we have flower. a two flower. <laughs> I love two flower. I haven't figured out where to put him in my room yet. Somewhere in a place of honor, apparently. Well, obviously. <laughs> Somehow I've got this turtle motif going on in my room. Oh. And... It started because once I was with my friend's mom and she had this wooden turtle, the one mm-hmm. on their bookshelf, mm-hmm. um, and she was going to get rid of it. And I was like, this is a really cute turtle. I'll take it. So I took that one. Mm-hmm. And then my parents were like, oh, you like that wooden turtle so much. So they bought me a glass turtle when they were in Maui. Mm-hmm. And now I have two flower. I think your motif is just nature. Great point. <laughs> just like. That's your whole aesthetic. It's my whole thing mm-hmm. is living things mm-hmm. and plants and Koroks. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why I like Koroks so much because it combines a tree and an animal mm-hmm. and a friend. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's everything I ever wanted. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you were a tree. Why? Because I'd love you more. 
Thanks. I mean, I love you a lot now, but I'd love you even more if you were a tree. Would you? Because I couldn't drive you places if I was a tree. I always drive. Except when it gets dark. Yeah, but, like, I usually drive. I'm just trying to say I would be stuck in one spot and you would always have to Not come necessarily. to me. How do trees move? Well, when they're ants, they just walk. That's not the same thing. Okay, I wish you were, like, a sentient tree. Thanks. I guess. And also you'd have a big bushy crown. I already have that. It's called my hair. I know, but it'd be leafy. I couldn't braid it, though. You couldn't. I guess I like you how you are. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I'm so glad we had to have a discussion about this. Why are you hitting me that's peaking the mic? Because people need to hear how much Ow, I love stop. you. <laughs> Clearly, we haven't actually been around each other that much since break. We haven't. Which is why you just hit me on record. I don't know why I said it like that. Record. 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 (laughs) This is a matter of record. (laughs) We actually haven't been around each other very much. No, it's been about a week now. Yeah. Well, and even then we were traveling and... Gallivanting across the world. <laughs> we haven't even done anything too terribly awkward together yet. We didn't gallivant across the world. Everything we do together is awkward. Like, we haven't had an up-your-sleeve incident or a scabies. Uh, that's not true. I almost cupped your boobs. <laughs> Great point. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring it up. I forgot. But I guess you are. <laughs> Instead, you elbowed me in the teeth. I did. Because Jen was leaning forward on my knees, and I had to compensate because you were still falling forward, and my hands were, like, uh, um, pushing against your arms, and I needed to adjust, and so I pulled back, and I was like, oh, no, and I went started to go forward again right towards your chesticles, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, can't do that, so I compensated and just elbowed you right in the teeth. <laughs> right in the teeth. <laughs> And that was accident. That was right after we were sitting on Hannah's bed together. Um, I think I was playing Zelda. You were. And you went to quote unquote punch me in the leg and instead just punch me in the kneecap. Like I'm just sitting there playing Zelda and she punches me in the kneecap. See, we've had plenty of awkward moments. Great point. Great point. How could I have forgotten? My teeth haven't fallen out. That's why. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I just made really weird mm, noise. <laughs> like a curling bird. <laughs> Sounded like Yoda. <laughs> mm. We are train wrecks. <laughs> Elbow you in teeth, I will. <laughs> Even Yoda can use particles. Your teeth. Elbow you in your teeth, I will. That'd be so interesting to study the linguistics of Yoda. I bet some Star Wars fan has. I'm sure. I'm sure there's an entire dissertation based on that. And by so interesting, I mean linguistics is interesting more than Yoda. I'm sorry. Uh, excuse? I just... Okay, you know I like Star Wars. Yeah. But I don't love Star Wars. Right. I could take it or leave it. I'm sorry. My heart hurts a little bit, but I respect it. Even though I'm not that deep into it, it's more of a nostalgia thing for me because I grew up with it. But I don't know, like, the extended universe or anything. I like the 
Force Awakens a lot. Mm-hmm. The Last Jedi less. Mm-hmm. Rogue One. You know those are, like, arguably the least important ones, right? Okay, well, then, before that, we have bitch-ass Anakin. Yeah, don't talk about the prequels. We don't care and about those. And his son, whiny, whiny, whine, 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 Luke Skywalker. Who I think could be awarded, like, a Nobel Peace Prize and would find a way to whine about it. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just a walking, like, but I don't want to. I just want to cut his hair and hit him in the nose. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm going to get so much shit. You, you are. Sorry. Prepare for it. I'm prepared. <laughs> this makes me realize that we do have a podcast email, and I don't think either of us have checked it since we made it. So. I've checked it once. I'm so sorry if you've sent us an email and we haven't responded. It is not hatred. It's, no, it's just there are many other things going on. It's thisness. Thisness. This, this. This. Sometimes we lack organization. It's a problem. We're or working cares. on. It. No, I care. I just forget. Oh well, Hannah doesn't lack <laughs> cares. Sometimes I'm like, I just want to read graphic novels and climb a tree. Do you mean every day? Yeah, that's what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I mean. It's a wonder we get you inside to do this at all. Although not right now, because there's freezing rain going on outside, which yeah. is the worst. Yeah, it's... Ellensburg is actually not a great place to be outside. Mm, I've been outside no. less in the last few years while I've lived here than... Mm. In a while. Also, note, this is not us being insensitive to what's going on in the South and the East Coast right now. We know you're having a storm, but we're allowed to complain, too. Because <laughs> yeah. freezing rain, it turns everything into ice. I hope I hope everyone... Right, right. I'm not trying to trivialize safe it. and happy and okay. Yeah. But also, it's really miserable here. It is. And it hurts. It hurts my lungs to go outside. And then I just feel so miserable. Mm-hmm. And I can't breathe. I'm just there trying to enjoy nature, but I can't get air in my lungs. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to debate if it's been, how long it's been since I last used my inhaler and if I can use it again. Mm-hmm. I don't like it. No. And I don't like how you have to basically do tiny baby penguin steps to make sure you don't break your hip. Yep. Because... I'm terrified of falling and shattering my iPhone or a bone. Mostly my iPhone. I have you insurance. Can, you can re- you can replace your phone. You're you going to replace bones too. You're going to be laid up for months if you break your hip. So then there's no chance of going outside. Fair point. I have never uh, broken a bone before. Neither have I. And if I do, I will just entirely rely on you to take care of me, like a newborn child. Yeah, no breaking your bones. I'm j- just no. It'll be like my pinky, and I'll be like Hannah. I can't tuck myself into bed. Please come turn off my lamp for me. And it'll be exactly in that voice, too. It really will. It will. I know. <laughs> Maybe I should break something. No, you absolutely should not. I don't. I also think I'm a huge baby who couldn't stand the pain. Yes, that. I would just cry and say, it hurts, for approximately six months. Mm-hmm. And then you, it would be like a continuous Benadryl day for oh, months. Man. Don't break anything. I had forgotten about Benadryl day until I was going back... At, in through my Twitter. How could you forget Benadryl Day? <laughs> well, in my defense, I was very high that day. That is a day that will live in infamy. <laughs> 
I think it was worse for you than it was for me. I was having a fine time. <sighs> Except for that point where I laid on the floor and screamed, I want my brain back. Mm. And beat the floor like a baby. Mm-hmm. And I had to throw a blanket over you. Yeah. You really don't have a lot of room to complain because yesterday morning I was getting ready for school and Hannah came into my room still in her pajamas, 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 Mm -hmm. and in a small voice was like, Jen, they're the Californians. I didn't say the Californians. Oh, okay, whatever. They were like, they're so stupid. They're drinking unfiltered water. And then you crawled into my bed and pulled my blankets around yourself. Yes. And then watched me get ready and then when I said, you need to come downstairs with me because I need to No, eat, I was not ready. You were already in my room. I was not ready to go downstairs. I would have been perfectly content to go back into my room for another half hour. And then she whined like a baby and was like, I don't want to. In pretty much exactly that tone. And then I think you whined about spilling yogurt on no, yourself? No, I spilled yogurt on myself. I was complaining about the snow. You were whining about the snow. So, yes, I would be a big baby if I broke a bone, but you were just a big baby about waking up on a Thursday morning. As opposed to you, who is so cheerful and ready to go every day. I am cheerful and ready to go. No, you're not, Miss. I love coffee. I need the coffee. It's like a lover. It's like home. I do, you, shut the hell up, for one. (laughs) Don't you talk about coffee like that. That's you, though. That, don't. You put that name in your mouth when you don't appreciate how good it smells? First, I would... Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, you don't have a leg to stand on in this fight. So when we were at Stephanie's house, she made me. She would make me coffee almost every morning. Mm-hmm. And I would slowly... I would hear the tea kettle go off, which was the sign that she was about to pour hot water over the beans. Mm-hmm. And I would stumble out of my room, and then she'd have a coffee cup waiting for me with a spoon already in it and the creamer next to it. It was the best way to wake up. You could make me coffee every morning. Over my dead body. Really? That's what you're going to die over? Is not making me coffee? Yep. We have a Keurig. It's not even hard. I don't know how to use that thing. You literally press a button! (laughs) I don't care. Because the minute I learn, you're going to try and get me to make you coffee all the time. Mm, I don't know if that's true. All the time. It's true. I know it's true, which is why I'm not going to learn how to use it. (laughs) Make your own coffee. You're just hurting yourself. Why? Because coffee is the essence of life, and without it, we are all bereft. Oh my gosh, water is the essence of life. No. Unless you're drinking it unfiltered, like the dumbasses in Silicon Valley. Do you need to talk about that? No. Do you need to talk about how the first person figures out how to desalinate water, is going to be a millionaire. Can you... S- don't... That's true. If you... <laughs> <laughs> tell us about it, Anna. No, I'm not going to. Tell us about it. No. I'll tell us about it then. No, you don't know anything about the desalinization process. Yeah. So desalinization <laughs> is like kind of like evaporation. Nope. But it... Sh- listen. <laughs> that's not what it... Listen, is. you're not telling. I'm telling. <laughs> okay. It evaporates the salt out of water. I know about this. I read about it in Life of Pi. Mm-hmm. And Hannah is under the belief that because our oceans are cover like most of the world and people are increasingly fighting over water rights, which is a thing. It's a big deal. That's what I just said. That 
the first person who figures out how to desalinate water is how to mass desalinate water because we already know how to desalinate water, but the problem is doing it for mass quantities mm. of water. What am I getting wrong? It needs to be if cost efficient. Oh my. <laughs> oh, your F. Oh, my Frank. <laughs> my Frank inverter. Oh, my Franken beans. My frigid ant. Oh, my reverse farts. <laughs> the point is water rights are a big issue right basically we're running out of water that's usable and so much of the earth is made of water but you're so smug because now i'm explaining it exactly Mm -hmm. like you want it the Mm -hmm. point i'm trying to make and it's a very complex issue but the point i'm trying to make is whoever can figure out how to best use the desalinization process to create fresh drinking water out of ocean water is going to make a lot of money and win a lot of Nobel Prizes because it's going to solve a major crisis. If you don't think that water rights are a major crisis issue, I suggest you just do a little bit of basic research because it's a big deal. The other thing you could do is move in with a geography major because they will not (laughs) fail to tell you at least once a week how water rights are a big, big deal. It is a big deal. I, I know you have told me. You educated me this. I feel like you're making fun of me. I'm not. You educated me this. On this. <laughs> that were, words are stupid. I could pick several other issues. They're all important. What's the other one you did? I don't know. There's climate change. That's a really big one. Well. I know everyone knows that, but like, it's, it's a bigger deal than you think it is. Didn't you see President Trump tweet that it was cold? And Don't hit me. I'm not hitting you. I'm covering your mouth <laughs> to stop the blasphemy. I can't believe I just said President and Trump. Yeah, stop the blasphemy so that's sorry. coming out of your mouth. I'm sorry. <clears throat> the patriarchy also came out of my mouth. Yeah, it did. When we were getting Brom, back to happier subjects, mm. um, Steph and Josh were looking for a leash for him. And Steph picked up a purple one. And before I could even think, I said, but he's a boy. And then I covered my mouth in horror because boys can wear purple. Boys look great in purple. Mm -hmm. And you can wear whatever color you want because colors aren't gendered. And Mm -hmm. do what you want and have fun and style yourself however you like. Mm -hmm. But I said it. You did. I said it. The patriarchy got you. It got me. It's... It's there lurking in the corners of my brain. Yeah, but Brom has a very nice purple harness. He does. Mm-hmm. And he looks very handsome in it. Mm-hmm. Go buy yourself a purple shirt. To you. If you want. Mm. If you want. Mm. Not everyone wants mm. a purple shirt, dude. Mm. Don't mm me. Mm. <sighs> what am I going to do with you? Buy me presents. Done. Make me coffee. No. I need so little in this world. (laughs) Make room in our house for more plants. I'm trying, dude. I actually haven't bought a plant. You haven't bought a plant in a very long time. Do you know what that means? You're giving me the plant eyes, so yes, I know what it means. (laughs) There's just some little piece of greenery out there that needs a a place to call Mm -hmm, home. mm -hmm. And... We we could have gone to the greenhouse today. Oh. <laughs> Don't cry, man. We could have gone and saw a snorkel. 
Snorkel's a tortoise. He lives in the greenhouse. He has dinosaur legs. I love him. He's very cool. And the plants. We'll go next week. Well, maybe tomorrow we'll have to go somewhere in town that sells plants. I still haven't gotten my Norfolk pine. So there's this tree. It's called a Norfolk pine. Stop rolling your eyes. I rolled my whole head, actually. Stop it. There's this tree. It's called Norfolk pine. It's a, at least in Washington, it's an indoor tree because it's a tropical pine tree. And you can get them when they're teeny tiny, especially during the holidays. A lot of places mm-hmm. will sell them. And they do get to be tree size, of course, but not for many years. Mm-hmm. So we just got to get a teeny tiny one. Mm-hmm. I just want a teeny tiny Norfolk pine. It's all I want. That's not all you want, and you know it. Okay. Oh, my gosh. What? I forgot one of the most important things. What? Having to do with your dreams and what you want. You're a published author. Oh, yeah. I Round am. Round of applause. Congratulations to Jen for That's being a happy. published author in Pleiades. Pleiades. Yeah, they published... Um, this time last year, I had just finished an, an abecedarian essay, which means... That's a $5 word. It is. It means the first paragraph starts with an A, and the second paragraph starts with a B. That's right. All the way to Z. About a snow fight that we had mm-hmm. uh, last year around Christmas, mm-hmm. and the importance of play as an adult, and then some of the issues between Eastern and Wash... Wa- East... East... <laughs> Eastern and Western. That. One Washington. Um, yeah, and I didn't think anyone would publish it, but I just figured why not. And I sent it out, and Pleiades said yes, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. So if you want to read something I wrote, get the winter edition of Pleiades, mm-hmm. which you can probably find at, like... Barnes & Noble? Maybe Barnes & Noble, or you can get on their website. Okay. Um, it was really nice, because I've gotten, like, as I've told you, I've gotten, like, 15 rejections in a row lately, which is totally mm. part of the process, but man, hurts. It, it, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. It's not great. So that was nice to come home and see my name. Because mm-hmm. they sent print. you a copy of the magazine. They did. They did send it's it. It's very fancy. It, it's, it's pretty It's very, right. it's very, very cool. It, it's a great magazine. And also there's lots of other people published in there and all of the, I've been reading through the edition and everything else in there so far has been excellent. So there you go. You'll read lots of really cool things. They also have like contemporary French fiction and <laughs> what is that's... it? Central European poetry mm-hmm. translated in there. So that's really cool because you can read some authors you've probably never read before. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's a great note to end it on. Yeah. So as you can tell, we are back. Had a lot of fun exchanging Christmas gifts, uh, petting dogs, petting cats, Playing Zelda, knocking each other in the teeth. <laughs> one of us had fun with that. And uh, getting published. So we'll be back to our regular scheduling. Mm-hmm. And uh, thanks for listening in. This has been Midnight Nonsense. Good night.